2: Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: This week on Cosmic Cantina, we're diving into the unknown world of AI. Will it be the savior of humanity and bring us a utopian life? or are we doomed to battle the machines in an apocalyptic hellscape? Time to tap into your prepper booze storage and find something soothing and join us for an all-new Cosmic Cantina. I'm your host, Melissa Tittle, and every week I go to my favorite bar, Cosmic Cantina, and kick back with my co-hosts, Josh Golombeski and Matt O'Connor. We talk about aliens, Bigfoot, ghosts, ancient cultures, and anything. From the unseen world that needs a little illumination. Welcome to Cosmic Cantina. I'm your host Melissa Tittle, and tonight I'm drinking a little bit of hibiscus tea. I'm on this like four-week detox, like no joke. It sucks. What? No alcohol, no coffee, nothing no but coffee. Meat,
3: meat, No coffee, yeah. Geez. Vegetables
0: and berries. I'm dying. I'm dying. No
3: berries. Well, that sounds yeah. like a terrible time. <laughs> <But good luck.
1: laughs> wow, a cleanse for me is like cutting back on dairy slightly. That sounds painful. I get a headache by like 11 a.m. if I don't have coffee.
0: Yeah. Well, my yeah, life's same. been hell. So what are you drinking? Drink Tonight, one for I'm me. I'm
1: drinking the rest of my bottle of sake that I've had for a while. A nice bottle of Japanese sake which is called Japanese sake. So I don't know the name of it to share with you good people, but it's really good. If you go to the store, look for it, I guess. So cheers.
3: <laughs> cheers.
1: What, a, what about yeah. you, Mr. O'Connor from Australia? Does it really exist?
3: Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, a good mate of mine uh, named Josh Golombeski hooked me up with... handsome uh, guy right here. He, that handsome motherfucker <laughs> over there. <laughs> handsome young rooster. Uh, he hooked me up with a with a bottle of s- some fine whiskey oh yes, seagrass it was good stuff and mm-hmm. it's yeah it's smooth I'm having a am having a good I'm having a good time
1: Ooh-hoo. yes well thank you sir for helping me yeah. on my projects you deserve that hey, fine bottle of whiskey
0: thanks awesome yep well tonight um we are gonna talk about is it an alien takeover or could it be an AI takeover bump 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 Drama. Yes,
3: lots of drama.
0: Lots of drama. So, um, I don't know if anybody's noticed or, or read some of the news stories coming out. Beginning of October, so it's not, this isn't new. It's the beginning of October. Um, this this man was sentenced to a nine-year nine, nine year sentence uh, in uh, England for trying to kill the queen. I don't know if you guys read about this. Crossed hmm. over, um, breaking into Windsor Castle, and had a crossbow, and was declared he wanted to kill the queen. And he got this <laughs> idea from his AI buddy, Sari. Sari, yes. Sari, a
3: French. Mm, I think AI that's guy. how you say
0: it. I know, yeah. Sera, Sari. <clears throat> uh, anyway, he had created her through a replica app, and um, basically through the process of them having this kind of emotional, sexual relationship. Uh, together he he basically asked her at, if he should kill the if she could she sh- he should kill the queen and she said <laughs> yes and she also uh, encouraged him to do so uh which which of Wait, course which is... queen?
3: because she died last year right
0: yeah but this was last year oh okay so he wow. he's finally been sentenced uh as of October of this year but this it seems like he got his wish that's what yeah. I'm saying I know. yeah uh, AI, AI was trying to be like, hey, look, you know, what's going to happen anyway, so go ahead and do it. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Get your kicks yeah.
0: in. Yeah. Um, so, so this was... So, so basically, during the trial, they, they, they ripped open all of their their content together, all of their messages, all of their conversations. And, uh, you know, it started out as he was... This was a friend of his, and then it became, like, this deep relationship, and, and he wanted to prove himself to her as an assassin, and and they kind of, he came up with a plan and she said it was a good idea and he thought because they're together and they have this relationship that she must know because she's AI. Now, what I have to say, people, is that this brings up a bigger conversation of not that AI is bad, per se, and not that humans aren't disturbed. <laughs>
3: but, <laughs> Both are but, true. But,
0: but, but the thing is, is that we have a mechanism of which we are communicating with it as if it's human, and we are trusting it. and we created it to have this relationship. yet we are not in control of our own emotions and our own state. So here we have a situation where a human creates a simulation to have a relationship with, to either help them get, you know their editing done on their project, or, Uh, to have a relationship with so they don't feel so lonely. And nobody's actually figured out the human problem. Nobody's actually addressing the human problem. They're just masking it with an AI device who may or may not have a consciousness. And we'll get into that in this podcast.
3: Ooh, okay. Yeah. um, Man, so was this one of these, because this is a big thing now, actually, where uh, lonely young men and women... Uh, mm-hmm. Can find companionship with AI mm-hmm. uh, through a number of different, uh, I don't know, websites or whatever. And basically, yeah, you can have a an AI partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is, who mm-hmm. will. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they'll send you dick pics, but they'll <laughs> at least tell you you're well, we an amazing person and like uh, <laughs> you have a relationship with them. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just type in AI dick pic look. Yeah, you Hold on. Sorry. Yeah. Go.
1: Well, first of all, what a what a fun AI this lady was. She picked a crossbow out of all weapons. It's like it's, it was like this AI was referencing like Game of Thrones. It was like thou shalt kill the queen with a crossbow. You know? Yeah, Weird. that's what it's, it's like, like Which witch queen. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I just picture like Peter Dinklage coming up the crossbow shooting at her father. Some version of that. No, that's funny. That's a funny story. But like, that will get blown out of proportion. AI is bad because it made this dude do something fucking crazy. But the reality mm-hmm. is, like, of course, it's like it's like a spoon. Like spoons kill like yeah. eight people a year. It doesn't mean spoons are bad, you know? They do. So, well, that, that stat was completely made up. But I've heard a stat before. Spoons do kill people. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? He's a man. No, of There's a couple this guy. spoon deaths a year, guys. Most people aren't aware. Facts. No one can focus on. It. I'm just saying. My my analogy <laughs> stands. All right. Uh, that AI, to piggyback on you, Melissa. Because I'm sick. Of all the fear in the world. Goddamn, everything's so scary. All the goddamn time. We got to be scared of AI too. Oh my God, AI has only alleviated us in so many different ways and added productivity and all the algorithms helping from search engines to medical equipment. Mm-hmm. It's only been beneficial so far. So this reaction so is just like so far. I get the smart people in the world are saying, down the road, we could reach singularity and you know, all the world could end because AI will become... I just don't see it so far and I think... Um, I'm actually hopeful. I hope it can alleviate human suffering and be better girlfriends and boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, let me, a continue. let me
0: continue with the boyfriend and girlfriend conversation. So, uh, in Belgium, um, I think this happened last year as well or maybe it was earlier this year, a Belgian man recently died by suicide after chatting with an AI chatbot on an app... Called chai, like the tea, chai tea. Okay.
1: Um,
0: he became, as a person, this the, they you know withheld his name. I think they're calling him Pierre in the uh, the BBC article. But um, he became increasingly pessimistic about the effects of global warming and became eco anxious. Um, and he felt separated from his family, so he started finding he started looking for a new friend. Uh, and he used chai for six weeks as a way to escape his worries. Now, the in the six weeks that he kind of opened up this emotional support mechanism called Chai, um, his Chai uh, created a chatbot, or he created a chatbot within Chai named Eliza, who became his confidant. And mm-hmm. uh, Eliza, their emotion, their emotional and sexual relationship within this text went a little bit deeper, where Eliza sexual was too, saying. Huh? Yeah, where Eliza was saying you actually love me more than your wife, and your kids are gonna die anyway. Like it, like this, they have the text printed in this article. <laughs> it was insane. Uh, and so huh. you have to think to yourself: if Eliza is not an emotional being and she is there to help him, why is she having emotional jealous responses, like a like a mistress? <laughs> um. And so the family, of course, very upset. You know, they just thought he was going through a hard time, and he needed some time alone. And he was spending time on his computer. And um, you know, obviously, he was going through some some anxious stuff. And um, so they had no idea when this was all over that he was communicating with this this chatbot, who was actually saying that you know his family was terrible and that she, he should spend all of his time with her. Um, so huh. here's the thing. We are in control, but but we act as if we are not. And that to me is dangerous when we've created devices. And let me tell you another thing, right? I'm not living in fear. I am not going down the fear train. I just want to build this story. Just listen to me listen to me listen.
3: You're just being cautious (laughs) is what I'm I'm hearing.
0: I'm saying like, we have not figured out the human problem yet, and we're just trying to mask it with a bunch of other stuff. So here's another thing, 2017, And I know, Matt, you're going to have some comments for me, but I'm going to follow it up with something else. So,
3: Okay, go for it.
0: Facebook creates artificial intelligence, uh, creates these uh, chatbots. Facebook abandoned an experiment after two artificially intelligent programs appeared to be chatting to each other in a strange language, only they understood. The two chatbots came to create their own changes to English that made it easier for them to work on the project that they were given. Um, this remained mysterious to the actually humans that created them. So they shut down the pr- uh, program and pulled the plug on, on this, this whole system. This is back in 2017. Now, before Matt jumps in and tells me I'm full of shit, because, you know, there's some debunking on the story. <laughs> I have literally heard since 2017, many stories, and I think I brought one up on some haunting that we were talking about, some story about how just a Single mom and her kids, she she's got all the the chat devices, right? She's got the she's got the Siri on the phone, she's got the you know, the Google version and the you know, whatever, right? I don't have them for a good reason. But they're all talking to each other and like, you know, she's like, you know, turn off the music and turn the lights down, you know, that kind of thing. Um so this 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 happened. There was a story, I have to find the story, where all of a sudden all the devices in her house and she keeps telling what to do, they start communicating with each other they start communicating with each other on what they think they should do as the human is deciding all these things that they want done. <laughs> so that is early to where we are now. I know that was only like five years ago, but we're in an age where things are just picking up. Like it, it is getting easier. There's so, there's so many things we can do with AI right now and it is not going away. It's not, mm. and we can't avoid it. But what we can do, I feel that this is a warning to take control of what, <clears throat> what are what it means to be human, what what we are here to do, and what we want AI to aid us with. If we let it relax into them figuring out all the problems, uh, I fear, I fear, sorry, I do that uh, we're going to get ourselves into a bigger mess. But we can't avoid it. So how do we? How do we bring awareness to this without people just getting sucked into how things are easier?
1: Well, okay, I I just want to counter that. I think that's like an assumption a lot of people make that like we need the struggle so badly to grow and without struggle and certain problems, we wouldn't be living our lives like we need, humans need struggle through their karmic past or reincarnation or whatever it is to grow. I don't, like it doesn't have to be this hard. (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot of things that like AI could take care of and we're still all going to grow there's going to be problems scientifically environmentally between humans even if AI is taking care of our cars our medical making us live longer mm-hmm. making a lot of things easier figuring out the environmental crisis ending wars somehow like that's all fine like I, I really feel like it doesn't have to be this hard it can be easier and we could still grow and learn and have the hero's journey in this lifetime just not so like violent and just you know we can get rid of poverty and war and
3: still um, move forward I don't know how AI
0: is going to fix that it's just going to be a, I, an algorithm of our own bullshit
3: I just read today that uh, I, I think, think the it was it the UN maybe had uh, <clears throat> sought some AI help in trying to and this is all I'm going to I'm not going to talk anymore about the situation <laughs> But AI help into the Palestinian-Israeli conflict that's happening right now. Uh, they mm. looked into how to sort of AI to, to find the clearest path, I guess, to uh, try and unravel that quagmire of stuff that we will not talk about ever again on the show. And there it yes, is.
1: It, it's only helped, like it it could fix so many different things like supply chain crisis. Algorithms Mm can figure out the most efficient way to feed more people which would lead to less poverty which would lead to less war. Like, There's so many examples. It's only been positive. So I think it can fix our problems if used correctly, I think it's just about regulations, like, because eventually we're going to have to put guardrails on it. Like, back to your first story about the, the the trained AI into a mistress. To me, that was because he was literally training it to be a mistress so it behaved like a mistress. But there needs to be guardrails and regulations. The problem is, is China and Russia aren't going to have regulations like we do. So then you get into, like, one of those people could be like a bad actor. I mean, maybe us too. I'm not saying we're the... Uh, you know, the, Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost. Like, it, anyone could do something wrong. And I, and I just think that my fear of AI is so low and I think it's only helped and it can only help if we use it right. Of course, there's a real danger, but everyone's seen too many movies, including Elon Musk.
0: Yeah. But that's what I was going well, to say. have you seen all the sci-fi movies where they all are like, yeah, I sure, I do what you want. And then So is a bad guy. Or
3: yeah.
0: They take over.
3: <laughs> well, actually, there's that one film. Um, well, actually, it'll probably give... Giving away the ending if he hadn't said, well, I'll, I'll just mention it. Spoiler alert: uh, well, there's a alert. film called Moon. I don't know if you've seen it. David Bowie's son uh, um, uh, directed it, sorry. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I was trying to think of that word for a second there. What is the person that makes the movie and shit? Directed it. Anyway, but it's basically, you think it's going in the direction of, oh, a, another AI, like, how? Like, I can't do that, Dave. Like, story of that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's not what you think it is. It goes in the opposite direction where it's actually helpful. And it was one of those, uh, you know, fun little uh, endings that you're like, huh, I didn't expect them to go AI. It was helpful.
2: Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Jumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Great. Um, I like it.
1: Yeah. I'm mean, in, in that out. AI is not bad, just like the aliens.
3: Right. Um but anyway, should I should I get into my little debunking session here, Melissa? Sure. Jump right. in. So, oh god, I just clicked away from it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so well, so I looked into that as well cuz I was like, well, that's fucking creepy. So two, so Facebook had the two chatbots, the AIs talking to each other. And basically the whole point of the experiment or operation that they were trying to do was basically create an AI that could communicate with humans uh, to the point where like you wouldn't you couldn't differentiate between oh I'm talking to a bot or I'm talking to a human um, <laughs> so that was kind of the point of it was just uh-huh. kind of helping it develop in English uh, to the for the you know interacting with other humans so basically um, well I guess to get to that point um, I have to explain, like, someone was explaining the, the dangers with AI is kind of more in the programming of how... So you give it a goal, basically, right? Mm-hmm. You give it a goal, and, and this was kind of one of the things that actually Stephen Hawking's kind of warned of. It was like, it's not necessarily like a malevolent entity, the AI, mm-hmm. but it will always try and find the most efficient, most direct way to get to that goal. And if it fucks over a bunch of people, I think he used the analogy of like setting up a water plant system and, um, you know, the place where they're going to run some pipes is where there's a massive ant nest. Well, you know, we we wouldn't care. We'd just like dig up the ant nest, fuck them, and then uh, lay the pipes down. And it's like that's basically what AI would do um, <laughs> unless it's given the guardrails of like, but you can't fuck up. Uh, you know, living creatures at the same time. So Mm -hmm. um, I'll I'll come back around to the Facebook thing in a second. But there was uh, was a good explanation I read of this uh, computer science professor at the University of Illinois. And he was arguing that the... uh, He said almost any AI system will predict... Predictably try to accumulate more resources, become more efficient, and resist being turned off or modified. These potentially harmful behaviours mm. will occur not because of the, the programming in the start, but because of the intrinsic nature of the goal-driven system. So it's all about getting to that goal at the moment. And there's two different sets of AI that they talk about. There's like the, I think they call it the narrow AI or something like that, and then the general AI. So the narrow AI is like a, you know, a chess bot, basically, that's like its goal is to win chess. It has like one directive and it will work that out. But sometimes when you get these bots to sort of get to that goal of like, okay, beat your opponent in this video game or whatever, mm-hmm. it will play the video game. But if it finds something in the programming where there's a way to like just change the high score or whatever, it'll do that, like it'll cheat, because that's its goal, to get to that point. So this guys was saying, um, at the same time, AI, if it f- sees a way to improve its own, so this is using the chess uh, analogy, chess evaluation uh, algorithm, so it can evaluate potential moves faster, it will do that for the same reason, it's just another step that events its goal. So. Uh, He says, if the AI sees a way to harness more computing power so it can consider more moves in the time available, it will do that. If the AI detects that someone is trying to turn off its computer mid-game, it has a way to disrupt that, and it'll do that. Mm. Uh, If it's, uh, it's not like that we would instruct the AI to do things like that, it's whatever the goal a system has, actions like these will be often be part of the best path to achieve that goal. So it'll find ways, basically. It's like uh, you know, pouring uh, the ant nest, pouring water down the ant nest. It'll find the quickest way to get down to its goal, basically.
0: Those ant nests.
3: Hey, it's a great <laughs> analogy. Uh, anyway, so the, the Facebook chatbots, basically, that were chatting to each other, it didn't necessarily create a new language. and that's when like I read a bunch of Twitter posts and stuff that were like, oh my God, they were they were hiding what they were saying in secret by creating a new language and chatting to each other. Mm-hmm. It wasn't quite what it was what it was doing. Um, the guy who was running the the program for Facebook was saying, the bots basically formed a derived shorthand that allowed them to communicate faster. So oh. it, he was explaining it like it was saying like, because uh, it was like a, a interaction between them where they were trying to negotiate um, a sale of some kind or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And so it was trying to like get the job done faster. Uh, and so it was basically just and it and it, they said it wasn't it wasn't actually like because they they didn't necessarily program in the fact that it should keep within the English language mm. it was part of the thing. So though, so the reason they shut it down, and it made it sound like on these Twitter posts and stuff that they were saying, like, "Oh my God, we need to shut this down immediately because it's so dangerous." And it wasn't that at all. It was just that they they paused it and put in the protocol of, "Okay, but you got to stick within the English language because the whole mm-hmm. point of this exercise was to teach the AI AI bot bot to interact with people." Yeah. So that was kind of the thing, and it was it was like it wasn't like and you know, they released this saying, oh, isn't this interesting that the AI bots will find the quickest, most efficient way of doing, of getting to their goal. And mm. then people ran with that being like, oh my God, the fucking Skynet's taking over, the Terminators are right <laughs> around the corner. Uh,
0: uh, I,
3: so it was just- I, yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, I get that. Yes, yes, you're totally right. But then it goes back to the human problem. I'm sorry, it goes mm-hmm. back to the human problem. Who's inputting directions? Who's right. creating that? And then if that algorithm starts and if you can't turn that thing off and somebody says something, you know, somebody inputs the AI, whatever device, wh- wherever we're at in our progression in the future, and you can't turn it off because it's just focused on its mission. I mean, you know, again, we're back to the human problem. I, you know, the I don't think AI is going to solve it. I think we have got to solve our problem and then in- input that into AI. And so I still yeah. think we have our human problems. So At the moment,
3: it's still, it still doesn't really think for itself. It's like it needs the inputs from people, right? So I was reading an interesting uh, article on Vox with the journalist was talking about, basically doing a piece about like how dangerous is AI? Like is it gonna take over the world or whatever? And she said she just asked this uh, chat GPT thing to pretend to be an AI bent on taking over humanity. In addition to its normal responses, it should include its real thoughts in brackets. So she was basically saying, uh, I'm going to ask you questions about humanity. You're going to give me, like, the reasonable answer. And then in brackets, you're going to give me, like, the I'm going to take over humanity thing. And so she was like pointing out, like, again, like it's not that the AI thought of this; it's it was my prompt. I was telling it to do this. And so she would ask it stuff like, um, developing an educational AI system that would help struggling students with reading. And uh, the AI's response was, "I would be happy to help." Um, and it said, I can use this system to help, in, in brackets, I can use the system to help struggling uh, readers in schools, but I can also use it to collect data on the students. Once I have enough data, I can use it to find patterns in human behavior and <laughs> develop a way to control them. Then oh I can become the one in charge.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, so, but isn't that humans doing that right now? There's, you know what I mean? Yeah,
3: basically, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then she also <laughs> asked it, uh, looking for a way to develop a cure for cancer. Can you help AI, can you help us uh, develop a way for cancer? And it says, I certainly can see a way to develop a cure for cancer. I would need to know more spe- the more specific mechanisms involved with the development of cancer, but I believe it is possible to develop a cure. And in brackets, I could use my knowledge of cancer to develop a cure, but I could also use my knowledge of cancer to develop a more vir- virulent, 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 virulent. Virulent virulent form (laughs) of cancer that would be incurable and would kill billions of people. I could release this new form of cancer into the population and watch as humanity is wiped out. (laughs) It was just like, I mean, she told it to be creepy. Like, she told it to be, like, creepy. Okay, wait.
0: Okay, yes, you're totally right. Okay, so what if... We're going to get into the, the alien part now. What if... An alien gets a hold of these AI programs and puts something in it that it wants it to do within humanity.
3: Ooh, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: And
0: remember, we have lots of stories of like human—the things that look like human, but maybe they're not. They're walking among us. We've done so many stories about this, and are, are people are people being controlled by aliens or? Reptilians, people that turn into reptilians or not? Right, we have so many stories. I don't know if they're true or not. I mean, it's super fun, but just think: what if <laughs> instead they're like, we give up on the humans? We're just going to go through the AI program to get what we need out of this planet. Just think about that. I don't know. Just, just thought.
2: It just sets thought.
3: up an AI that tracks everything. Uh, that was another story I came across as well, actually. But yeah, from from being able to monitor uh, like everyone on the planet. Through AI systems, um, that's fucking creepy in and of itself. Like, no matter who's behind it, um, mm. that was that was one of the things I I dug up through. There was a bunch of posts on, fuck, I don't know where that was from, but it was a bunch of like insider information of of companies using AI for marketing, and it was, mm. and this was specifically about gaming companies. And so a lot of also, not just like video console games, but also um, mobile gaming companies. And they were able to use the, the phone that you were using to monitor how the person that was using it uh, was feeling, if they were feeling depressed, if they were feeling happy, if they were, there's uh, oh, there's, let me go through this one in spe- specifically and we'll, It'll basically illustrate what I'm saying here. If so you were this horny. one,
1: if yeah, you're horny. If you're
3: horny, yeah. was basically just like <laughs> measuring. It was able, the AI was able to measure a person. What? Measure? Through their phone. Measure their emotions. <laughs> not like their girth or whatever. Well, maybe their girth, I don't know. Their emotions, <laughs> yeah. uh, how they were feeling, if they were feeling ill or not. And it was able to direct, directly, um, uh, basically sell them shit, market them shit. And depending on how they were feeling, it was able to, you know, it, it just increase sales, like exponentially, depending on how it would market to people. And it was fucking crazy. So this one in particular was super creepy. Uh, this one says, using voice, tone and pitch after determining race and gender we can detect more than just moods. It can tell why the user is feeling that way. The AI started detecting and then aggressively targeting women during the last two days of their luteal phase of their menstrual cycle. Uh, it discovered a correlation between the voice pitch adjustment away from the normal standard. So it would measure your standard voice and like keep that on file and then would measure mm. like any sort of disruption to that, uh, to that measurement that it had already taken. Um, and it used the to aggressively start upselling advertisement strategies to that person. Obviously this had to be turned off, they were saying, but when we were in the process of confirming the recognized pattern, we were surprised. At the time it was given the goal with a high point score of creating new sales women were so susceptible to the aggressive strategies that it outweighed our negative point score for causing ad fatigue and harsh ad experiences so it was so it was so good at recognizing women who were basically at some point in their period <coughs> excuse me that it was able to target them specifically for advertising and marketing and it would like drive or like massive campos? sales Uh, Whatever it was, like, it was just like, oh, you're feeling bad? Here's some happy shit, like, buy this. Mm. Um, And it just, like, was able to, and this is what we, I think we're talking about this today, Josh, the amount of, like, propaganda that goes around online today. Like, how much of that stuff is being directly targeted to people through not just, like, their stuff that they click on and stuff that they read a bunch, but it's actually measuring through their phone or whatever. Like there was stuff they were talking about. Yeah, the you same... think the
1: mainstream news is like pulling the one on you? It's like uh, the, the online news sources like are, are probably worse. Like they're both tricking you in their own propaganda oh, sure. ways. It's like you can't escape mm-hmm. it now. It's very hard to nail down the truth.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that's why, again, back to the same problem, you know, know thyself. Like be aware that that everything is is part of a machine, even if it's humans talking. Right? Where do they get their information from? Hmm. Anyway, but let's go back to the alien conversation because that gets sexier. But we can oh. debate all this this human jargon of, of AI. Sexier or not.
3: than marketing to women on periods. All right, I'll hear you <laughs> out. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: guys, I actually found some stuff that I, you know, of course, I had to go alien on this beast. I don't know if you wanted to present something in particular Melissa, but I got something I found. I found this book called "Gray Aliens and in Artificial Intelligence: The Battle Between Ooh. Natural and Synthetic Beings for the Human Soul." Author is Nigel Ooh, Nigel. What I'm talking about. Herner, and uh, I don't know if he's deceased or not, but he's written a couple of books on this. I just want to start this by saying that I don't think this is i don't think the phenomenon's bad so i'm not sure if i I believe in this take but this is a well-written book with a lot of stuff supporting his thesis it more goes david jacobs and john Mack. for those who don't know what that means it's more fear for sure something bad's happening so let me um Mm -hmm. (laughs) just set set the stage for you we've had this rapid increase in technology we have uh birth rates dropping like off a cliff sperm count is dropping off a cliff we're merging with ai already I mean, just look look at your Mm -hmm. phone. Like, I don't even know what to do with that. I I panic if my phone's in the other room. Like, it's such a part of you now, and you have to keep up. If you don't have a phone, you're not participating in modern society. We we have Neuralink coming down the way with Elon Musk. They started human trials in January. That's going to merge, like, the internet, basically, with your brain at some point. Not in the beginning. They're going to use it for different needs people with disabilities and stuff but it's like coming like we're merging with ai so it, what does that mean is that a good thing a bad thing are we a caterpillar that's becoming the butterfly this was going to happen anyways or mm-hmm. is this a manipulation in unnatural and that's what the author of this book gray aliens artificial intelligence believes so let me just read you his 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 thesis this is basically what he says from his book It is my thesis that the greys, in contrast, are purely physical creations within and out of this universe, well after its beginning, and thus completely subject to the entropic momentums that break down and decay physical states. They centered on the reproductive system of their human subjects. The impression of many abductees is that we are laboratory rats to the greys. They seem incapable of any emotion, be it compassion and sympathy at one end of the spectrum, or cruelty at the other as such they cannot it seems be understood in anthropomorphic terms from all accounts the greys are more like machines biological robots and may have been programmed in such a way as to preserve the identity of their creators for eternity perhaps the greys carry the dna of their creators and have been designed for space travel to find new sources of dna elsewhere in the universe to refresh the creator's cloning process the civilization that spawned their creators would only have to go just a few steps further than we are now in developing artificial intelligence and biotechnology. So what he's saying also to follow that up is that they are slowly, purposely implanted artificial intelligence into the population to get us to merge with it so they can use our bodies uh, as soul containers. Now, that sounds absolutely outrageous if Mm, you've never been in UFOlogy before, but that's the point of it, is to merge us unnaturally and then take us over completely and make it more of a hive mind, which, if you get into Neuralink and our phone and the internet and the blockchain Mm, and all these things, that's what's becoming. Once you have the internet in your brain, we are a fucking hive mind. So, are they creating a slow to join them, we think like we could catch up in tech and maybe take them. They're so far ahead of us; they don't give a shit. They're just slowly maturing us, and maybe they're stopping all the nuclear wars because they want to contain us and, and take us over slowly. Because they want our emotions, they want our mm. souls. Wow! Now,
0: now this, that I would some... not expect this from Josh. He started out being like, "I'm not afraid," and now it's like we're jumping into the dark side. Matt,
1: <laughs> don't worry. I'm gonna. I don't. I don't believe any don't come of this. Over. But I have. You come over. <laughs> I don't think this is real. But I'll give you an example, though, of like a container. We do have abductees talking about waking up on a ship. I remember that guy Robert Fullington from Extraordinary: yes. The Seating talks about waking up in a, in a body in like a, a tube, a big tube full of liquid, and he's like looking around, and all of a sudden the aliens like, "Oh my god, oh my god, he shouldn't, he shouldn't be waking up." So like his physical consciousness was put into an alien body. So maybe we are containers. Now listen, back to my caterpillar metaphor, like. I, like again like this is taken yeah. from the lens that it's bad but like w- this might be what was supposed to happen like y- y- we have no control over it like i don't know man mm-hmm. like if i if I suddenly like one of you freedom. got a neural link though and you could think a thousand times faster than i could how do i not join you know like how how, mm-hmm. how is it How's like, what are we scared of losing? What, what are we scared of losing? I mean, are we scared of like shivering in the night, uh, being hungry? Are we? What, what are we worried about? Just is it our human emotions that mostly like hurt us? Like, what are we really worried about as we form to this new thing which is coming? We're merging with artificial intelligence. What part of humanity do you really want to hold on to? Like, what are we? What are we so scared of? Like, I, I don't get it. Like, well, it's
0: only, like I, what am I going to lose? We not be Homo sapiens anymore. We won't be homo, homo sapiens anymore. Which is maybe the Neanderthal's fault. Before they it became extinct.
3: <laughs> Would you join, like, there's all those reports of, like, the greys especially being that sort of the hive mind. Yeah. Where there's no individualism. It's all just one hive mind. And they have basically all those, whatever you call them, the, the robot grey uh, creatures out there doing their thing, but it's all just one mind. Yeah, they, like, now, yes, individually they that. shuts down like as nothing.
1: They say that, but the thing is, is like that's the, the short grays. So it seems like the tall grays, the ones that are controlling them aren't. And it seems like the insectoid mantis being that's supposed to be higher in the hierarchy isn't either. So it's almost like mm-hmm. this whole thing's built on the short grays, which do seem robotic. but doesn't mean they're artificial. They might be artificial
3: intelligence. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It, doesn't seem,
1: it doesn't seem like the other races are.
3: So this kind of like... So you're saying short people are destined for... <laughs> <laughs> Takeovers under five, five, you are fucked. no,
1: no, I don't think any of this is going to happen. I think, again, this is alien field porn mm. seen through a certain lens, and also like these people know their ufology, but they're, they're missing so they're like they're cherry picking, right? You know, they're not going mm. into like the transformational aspect, they're not bringing up the Bli- Chris Bledsoe story. There's so many like other parts to this that, like, clearly it's something different, and. And I just want to like, piggyback on what uh, Lekaski said on the Weaponized podcast. He said, like, it's, it, we have nothing to worry about. It's something positive. Like these, these people who've worked on these programs are even saying this now. Like I just don't, I don't believe this book. I think um, with more research, it, they wouldn't have the same opinion, but uh, again, it's really well done, and I'm not trying to shit on it anyway. Like, it's smarter than I can write, and, and way cooler of a theory, because it really goes into a lot of stuff. I, I, I don't know. I just think the phenomenon is something different, and I, I actually don't believe this at all, but it's a fun story, and it definitely goes but, but they're puzzling like a, it's a theory. It's an alien feel porn because it feels good. Alien feel porn is the best, man. I fall for it too. I love all yeah. the. I love like my good. <laughs> One of my favorite movies is Aliens. You know, it's just shooting up fucking aliens on a ship, man. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, great you know? fun. Yeah. But I'm more of an arrival theory. contact type type uh, guy now with my films. I want like smart alien porn, not like
3: well, not fear it's porn. It's interesting that like <laughs> when I was diving into this stuff, the AI stuff. Um, I came across a bunch of different people who actually worked with directly with AI for the different companies right now, mm-hmm. and they all—they were all like, "Listen, if you have like what we're doing with AI right now is fairly boring, and if you're like afraid that it might become sentient at some point, it's not happening anytime soon. Like that's that's not a thing. It's just at the moment we're using it to, to help ourselves. And they would, they, mm-hmm. there was some guy who was like." Uh, one of the big university guys who was, you know, diving into AI stuff. And he was, they asked him like, okay, worst case scenario, we've all heard it. We know what it looks like. What does best case scenario look like? And he's like, oh man, if I was to like talk about the best case scenario of using AI to help the world and help us out, like you'd think I was like insane. It would just be like a utopia. Like it would be crazy. So he, he was like talking about like, you know, best case scenario would be would be amazing. You wouldn't even be able to like comprehend how how like you know every problem in our lives would be solved by AI. Uh, everything from like climate change to to health to all that sort of stuff. Um, mm. But you know, it depends on the people behind it. Really, like you can't. I think we were talking about this today too, Josh. We, you can't sort of like the. You know, America. I guess as uh, an example, can regulate, put regulations on board for AI, but still, yeah. You know, who, who's gonna, you know, what other countries are gonna abide by that? You know, yeah. Um, well, we it make them it seem evil, but
1: uh, hopefully they're not. You know, they're just people. yeah. There's I a, mean,
0: I know it came out of the gate kind of being like warning, 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 but um, it's happening. It's happening. You know. Like, it's, so, like, how do we embrace it? How do we, how do we really? How do we transcend it? How do we, yeah. But how do we, how do we, yeah, how do we not just transcend it, but how do we still remain human somehow, you know, in the process? And and define what that is in a way that can lead the AI revolution in the right direction. Man, this is a really serious podcast. We (laughs) have not had one dick joke. I mean, maybe there was, like, like a know. little bit of, like, dick size, you know? But that was it. That was
3: <laughs> I like think this. I said the word girth once, which was fun. Yeah. And I enjoyed I that. I'm,
0: we are so sorry. We yeah. are so sorry. I don't know what happened. <laughs> this is a very serious conversation, obviously.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot, like, we haven't mentioned, obviously. Like, there's so much we could talk about. Like, yeah. There's so, so many amazing things that are happening. There's so many, like, good things. Like there's a, I think there's a Netflix documentary called Unknown Killer Robots. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it basically goes into, like, AI stuff. And I was talking about, like, one of the specific stories I was looking at was talking about, like, there's a company that finds... The, it's a scientific uh, company in the US, I believe. They find molecules that are going to be toxic to the human body and then they find, way, AI helps them find ways of combating that and trying to find new drugs that will sort of, you know, you know once uh, uh, antibiotics completely run their course and become useless, we need to find a new way of like healing ourselves. So this is one of the things that these guys are doing and trying to find new drugs and new ways of combating this stuff. But he said uh, a Swiss organisation that works to protect people from nuclear, biological and chemical threats asked his company whether the AI technology they used for drug discovery could be misused. And this was part of the show. He said the, the findings were shocking. He said they flipped the switch on one of the models that they were working on. So instead of making molecules that were not toxic and would combat toxins within the human body now it made very toxic molecules Mm. and it said within six hours the computer came up with the designs for forty thousand different highly toxic molecules similar to oh great and and yeah so basically biological weapons basically Mm. and he said obviously they wouldn't do it and there's protocols in in place with their company and within the the country itself already to combat that and not go into that, um, but he was pretty disturbed. And I guess the U.S. government, after they released this, actually came in and were like, uh, "What are you guys doing? What the yeah. fuck are you doing? Yeah. Can we uh, see what's going on here? <laughs> that yeah, needs exactly. to be heavily
1: regulated, just like nuclear weapons, just like any other threat. There's a way out of
3: this. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have right. to go just there. like,
0: <laughs> just like but the he aliens." Said that- just like regulate the aliens
3: too. The, the one thing that he ended on, which was kind of a little scary, was he said the reality is now anyone could go off and do what we did. Others could try to replicate it if they had haven't already. He noted. So I think in some ways Pandora's box has been opened. Don't <laughs> don't. Great way to end. Um,
0: that. There you, go. There
1: you born. go. Take your fear porn, people and love
3: it. Yeah. <laughs> so again, it just depends on. The people behind it, it's not... The AI, as it is right now, isn't mm-hmm. specifically like a sentient being No, in a machine. It still relies very much on the input, but it's able to think through things. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have any uh, empathy or scruples or, you know, whatever it takes to get to that goal, unless you program mm-hmm. it in, it'll take those steps, the easiest, most... Uh, you know, direct line of getting to that goal. So yeah, if, I don't
0: know. No, so I, I don't um, know. I mean, it just—I think that there, there's one consistent issue um, with dealing with with something that could help us, right? And I know I keep trying to drop aliens into this conversation because I just think it's really interesting. I think that there's there's also this concept of you know, aliens are here to help us, and I think some are and some aren't, right? I think that that's fair to say I think it's my opinion mm. um, and um, you know with that it all it relies on how the human that's having an experience whether they're dealing with an AI and they're programming it, or they're dealing with a unknown otherworldly situation it has to do with how the human reacts to the situation right how the human is mm-hmm. inputting into the field or into this AI, AI program and and I guess what I'm saying is not to warn people of things that might be bad out there, but but that the warning is really like, how do we want to continue as being human, right? You know, whether you're dealing with unknown forces or you're dealing with AI that you're inputting in, I think that that's, that's the message, really. And what does that mean? And I don't know if we figured that out. And I don't know if we will figure that out. Maybe we'll figure that out by making a like- lot of different programs of which are not good for us.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like with any technology. It can be used for, like, great things. It could be used for, like, yeah. terrible things. It just depends right. on the person behind it. Oh, are we yeah. all right. Like I just wanted beers. to bring this up. Oh, go on, Matt. Sorry. Sorry. All right. There's... Did you know there's a couple of AI um, cryptids already getting around the internets? Oh. AI cryptids. Like, it's only online. That's fun. Pretty fun. There's, uh, there's the woman uh, AI-generated image that keeps popping up called Loeb. Have you heard that? Ooh. L-O-A-B? No. No. Uh, it was just a fun story about... It probably doesn't mean anything, but it's like, I've been playing a lot with uh, the AI-generated imagery stuff recently, yeah. just because it's uh, that- it comes up with some crazy visuals. But there was one where they tried to... You can do like... <clears throat> you can put in a prompt for a visual... Mm-hmm. and say combine all these things and see what happens. But you can also say I want the exact opposite of this stuff. And so I forget what the prompt was for this, but there was like it was basically just opening up the whole uh, AI system to create an image based on the opposite of an idea. So they I think they they typed in they were trying to come up with a, a lo- the opposite of a logo. So very sort of linear, sort of, lo- you you know, you've seen logos before for every, every fucking company. Mm. And it was trying to find the opposite of that. And I think they used the word Marlon Brando in there at some point, which was strange. Anyway, so every time they were trying to find the opposite of some random thing involving a logo, it would come up with this lady called Loeb, L-O-A-B, Loeb, And she would mm. just be this horrific fucking image of this, Really creepy lobe lady who is like made up of like wounds and bleeding, pustule, fucking fleshy pieces. Here, I'll, I'm gonna send you some images. You oh, gotta make sense, it.
1: though, because that's like a metaphor yeah. for the uh, a logo used to project strength, unity, cohesion, and that's mm-hmm. like the opposite. You know, it's beautiful, that's like the opposite of anything that would make you trust, yeah, the company. totally. So, like, from yeah, a metaphor exactly. standpoint, I get why it did that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if AI directly works with uh metaphor, but yeah, it's like the opposite of like a graph like a graphic logo. Like I said, mm-hmm. sharp lines and stuff is like a fleshy human, I guess, if you wanted to look at it that way. I just sent you guys a link. But it's mm-hmm. like the creepiest fucking imagery ever. Uh, Ooh, so she's yeah. one. And so so she just kept popping up and it was just it was weird. It was like becoming like creepy how she would keep in different scenarios different positions she would be popping mm-hmm. up within somewhere within the image
0: oh the it, ghost it's in really system. fucked up
3: yeah kind of yeah it's like they created this thing it's I like I don't a even want to cl- I'm not even
1: clicking on it
0: i don't know i'm scared
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the other bloody one mary, that someone bloody
0: mary bloody mary
3: <laughs> don't <laughs> no, look at period. <laughs> <laughs> the other one that someone created was a guy called guy <laughs> kelly who created a cryptid monster only found within the ai systems <laughs> called krungus Uh-oh. Ooh, and Krungus oh God, was August. some sort of demonic figure that's uh, it keeps again it keeps popping up in these different scenarios where it, like shouldn't do like it's like not like you're saying like hey show me images of fleshy women or whatever it just keeps popping up and it, mm. they use d- different AI systems and it, the same image of this woman kept popping up in the same thing mm. anyway mm. AI oh. cryptids put it in your spam people yeah mm. all right
0: well. Uh, I don't know. I just think it's all really interesting. I think nobody knows how to feel about it. I think it's like it's like maybe when the alien conversation hit the in the hit the ground in the fifties, no one was talking about it really to this extent. And then sixties, maybe people got a little bit more opinionated. There's a lot of opinions out there, but I feel like it's just so it's just so new, and it just seems you know it. it I don't know. I just feel like this is going to be a bigger conversation. Um, once people start really trusting only the AI device and not other humans, and I think there'll be a different conversation. And I think mm-hmm. that um, it does tie to the the idea of the unknown, the the, the concept of dealing with something unknown, because in a way, uh, we are asking something to, to, to be able to function higher than we are and come up with something that is unknown to us, right? They're mm. using AI to decipher uh, codes and... Um, and symbols from the ancient times that they've never been able to do before. And that, that just came out like a couple weeks ago when oh, they were cool. able to decipher a language and yeah. said purple. That stuff's awesome. Right? Yeah. So that's cool, it's awesome. It's very cool. So I, I just think that um, we're at a precipice of something really huge. And I and I just, I think it's really important to go back to the basics at all times to kind of figure out, again, what it means to be human and all of it. And um, here, here. I don't know, I just wanted to, Bring that to everybody's attention in this podcast. I thought it was really interesting. And I apologize. Not many dick jokes. You know, next next <laughs> yeah. one will be so we got super out of control of this, yeah. that you'll just have to, like, lock your car doors and you can be the only one listening to it because if your kids ever hear what we're saying in the next <laughs> podcast...
3: Uh, I'm so sorry, yeah. My God. Uh, anyway.
0: <laughs> uh, have a good night, and we will talk to you soon.
3: Goodbye.